come and grab a seat. If you're out of your seat, that would be great. Brilliant. Oh, you're a rabble this morning, aren't you? Brilliant. Come find a seat. Brilliant. Okay, welcome to our all-in service. And this morning, um, we are going to be thinking about tables. Oh, tables. Okay, uh, let's have a little look. Hopefully our first slides are coming on in just a moment. Because you're probably wondering, what on earth am I talking about? We're going to be thinking about tables. Hopefully, all will become clear in just a moment. Ah, oh dear. Okay, a little bit of a groan in the house. Uh, and now we're not going to be thinking about these kind of tables. It's okay. Um, we're going to be thinking about these kind of tables. Okay, this is our table, okay? Here's some photos of our table this week and a few, ta uh, a few times in the past as well. So we've got, uh, you know, that's, I love a pot of tea in the morning. Cup of tea, I'm a real cup of tea person. Whoop, whoop for all the teas in the house, yes. Okay, um, that's often what our table looks like in the morning when I've got my cup of tea. Okay, keep going, that would be great. Um, this is, oh, this is a big pizza night we had. Oh, yeah, look at that pizza. Nice, nice. Okay, next one. Oh, oh, special bit of cake there. Nice, excellent, a rainbow cake. Oh, that's a posh breakfast. That was a birthday breakfast with lots of my favourite things, a special breakfast that I was made. Okay. Oh, this is another really special birthday gathering we had once. So this is posh food. Not always posh food, but this was posh food, okay? Look at that. Oh, it's making my mouth water just looking at it. Oh, this is, this is, oh, you might recognise some people in that photo, maybe. Some people gathered around our table. We were having breakfast together. And, oh, and finally, some more people that you might recognise who were also gathered around our table. And on this occasion, we were making our bags to give away to some people in our city. So our table uh, is quite an important place in our house um, it, because lots happens around it. Uh, our table is special, not so much because of how we came to get it or what it looks like, but because of what happens around it. We talk around it, we eat around it, we welcome family, we welcome old friends, we welcome neighbours, we get to know new people who then become friends, we celebrate, we laugh, we cry, we talk, we play games, we're together, we have big conversations, some of them are joyful conversations, some of them are hard. It's a place where we do life in our house. Now, the last couple of weeks, if you've been here, um, you will know that we've been talking about things that are important to us as a church, the values that we have. And also, we've been talking about the things that we think God is speaking to us about this coming year and what we're pressing into. Um, if you weren't here for last week's talk, you can catch up on it. Um, we can give you the link for that if you don't know where to find it. But all of the things that we hold as important in this church can take place around a table. Not just around table, uh, around a table, around table, wow. Uh, no, not just around a table, but a table is a good place to start. Now, in your homes, you might have a table that looks a bit like this. It might not have a table at all, but you might have a room or a space that you invite people into, that you welcome people into. And that's where these important things happen. So, this morning, we're going to recap some of those five things very quickly, and then we're going to major on one, okay? You're going to need your hands today, okay, in lots of different ways, okay? 
Five fingers on the hand, and there's five things I want us to remember. The first is this, radical generosity. There's some big words in here today, guys, but I'll explain what they mean. That means extraordinary, life-changing kind of giving, being generous, giving of ourselves and our time and the things that we have, giving over and above, being generous, giving more than is expected. That's what that means, radical generosity. The second is this, extravagant kindness and compassion. And extravagant just means really, really big, really special and really costly being kind and giving of our hearts to other people. The third thing is this, authentic welcome. And that means we welcome anybody and everybody. We move towards people. We're open-hearted. We're real with people. We're like, this is who I am. And we let people be who they are. And we try not to hide ourselves or cover things up or make ourselves look better than we are. Fourth thing, courageous transformation. I told you they're going to be big words. And that means wanting to see change. Change in us and change in our communities and pressing into becoming more and more like Jesus and wanting to see more and more of his kingdom come in us and our city. The fifth thing, humble service. And that means putting other people first. It means helping others. And humbly just means doing it when no one else is looking. Okay, so a handy way to remember these things is they spell out a word. If you take the first letter of each of those phrases, it spells out a word. Anyone worked out what that word is? Rosie. Reach. Okay, brilliant. I want you to remember that word. So we've got R for radical generosity, E for extravagant kindness and compassion, A for authentic welcome, C for courageous transformation, and H for humble service, the five things that we hold dear amongst others, but they're the most important. They're the flavor of this church. If you're visiting today and you're wondering what does Chelmsford Vineyard look like, those five things are, we hope, what characterizes us. And this morning, whenever you hear the word reach, I want you to reach. Okay? Whenever you hear the word reach, reach. Okay. Now, as we're doing this, um, there's some things to keep some of you little ones, keep your hands busy. And we have got lots of different shades of paper that look like this. Not the big paper on your seat, but the ones that look like this. Different skin tone paper. And what I want you to do is to draw around your hand and cut your hands out. Well, not cut your hands out, but cut, <laughs> cut out your hands on your paper. Okay? Um, and then the plan is that we have got... Lots of posters that look a bit like this. I'm recycling some card. We're going to cover up the other bits, so don't panic about that. The idea is that we've got all our values. We want lots of different kinds of hands all around it, explaining that we're reaching out to God and to other people. All right? Some of you kids can colour inside the letters. Some of you can colour around the letters. Maybe colouring inside is a bit tricky. Okay, so at the end of the morning, we're going to have five posters, all right, with lots of different hands. Everybody's got one of these on there. So everyone can do this while you're listening, okay? This is like doing two things at once, 
okay? You're going to be good at this. It's okay, all right? We want lots of different size hands, lots of different types of colored hands. Okay, keep listening while you're busy. Okay, and today I want to talk especially about one of those five things, okay? Make sure you're using your ears at the same time as using your hands. Maybe later, okay? So, the one thing that I want us to think about this morning while we're busy doing these things is courageous transformation. And that means us intentionally going after becoming like Jesus for our own sake and the sake of the world. I can tell this is tricky. This is tricky, isn't it? This doing things and listening. Okay, we can do this, all right? I'm not going to go all teachery on you, but I know you can do this, all right? Okay, so still listening, just busy hands. Okay, and to help us think about this, we are going to look at something that happened in the Bible. We're going to look at what happened with one particular man when he met Jesus. So if at the moment you're not doing something with your hands and you want to check out your Bible, wow, this is like three hands all at once. We're going to read from Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 9. Okay? Listen up. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and he was wealthy, which means he was rich. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and he climbed up a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, yes, Well done, reached. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Okay, it's a short and sweet picture of something that happened. Have any of you ever done something that you wished you hadn't? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there might be more of you in the house as well if your hands weren't busy. But absolutely. Okay. Have you ever thought to yourself, when will I ever change? When will I ever stop doing that thing? Or when will I ever start doing that thing? When will things look different? You know, when we ask ourselves these questions and sometimes feel a bit overwhelmed at how things are, the only place, the only person that I know we can go to is Jesus. He's the only person, our only hope for change. You can read all the self-help books you like, you can try your hardest, but it's only with Jesus that we will actually see life, our lives changing when we're in his presence, when we spend time with him. So let's look a little bit at Zacchaeus. Who was Zacchaeus before he met Jesus? What was his job? He was a tax collector. Okay. He collected people's money and he collected a lot of money. And he was good at his job. He was the boss. 
But the problem was that he got to be the boss because he took too much of everybody else's money. He was not kind. He took more than he should, and he kept lots for himself. And so nobody liked him. But then one day, Jesus comes along, and Zacchaeus was desperate to see Jesus. But the thing is, he couldn't reach. He was too short. He couldn't see over the crowds. But Jesus saw him, and this is what it says. When Jesus reached the spot where Zacchaeus was, you see who's doing the reaching? It's Jesus doing the reaching. And as I read this story, what I see in my mind's eye is Zacchaeus coming down from the tree and Jesus reaching up his hand towards him to help him down from the tree. Because Jesus is always the person who makes the first move. If that's all that you remember today, I want you to remember that phrase. Jesus is always the person who makes the first move towards us and towards other people. And Jesus calls Zacchaeus down from the tree and he says, come on, let's go around to yours. And everyone is stunned and shocked and annoyed. Like, why on earth would Jesus go and hang out with someone like Zacchaeus? Now, I don't know about you, but if someone invites themselves around to your house or turns up unexpectedly, you haven't got time to tidy up. You haven't got time to flick the hoover around. You haven't got time to give the toilets a quick clean. They're going to see you just as you are right? So maybe with Zacchaeus, he might have had piles of money on his table right there, because that's what he did, right? He took people's money. But even so, Jesus wanted to be with him all the same. Now, it doesn't say what happened when they got to Zacchaeus's house itself. So I wonder what they did when they got there. What do you do do when someone comes around your house? Stick the kettle on. Any other ideas? What else do you do? Apologize for the mess. Okay, yeah, all those things. Um, But can I imagine they stuck the kettle on, or the equivalent of what the kettle would have been then. I imagine Zacchaeus was like, come and have a biscuit, or that they prepared a meal, and they sat at the table. And I imagine that they talked, and they talked, and they talked. And I bet Zacchaeus could not believe that Jesus was sat there round the table with him as a friend to him. You see, when Zacchaeus met Jesus, his life changed. Literally in a moment, he said, here and now I give half of what I have to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody, which he had, I'm going to pay them back four times what I took. So in that moment of him meeting Jesus, there was this incredible transformation in his heart. Jesus reached out to Zacchaeus, and in that act of reaching out, in that act of Zacchaeus being in Jesus' company, in his presence, of Jesus inviting himself in, something happened in Zacchaeus' hard heart, and he could not carry on doing what he was doing before. So do you remember what I said reach stood for? Can you throw it out? What did I say it stood for? Ah. Oh. Radical generosity, E. Extravagant kindness and compassion, A. Authentic welcome, C. Courageous transformation, H. 
humble service. Man, you are on it this morning. Brilliant. Okay, but in that moment, Jesus offered Zacchaeus all of those things. Radical generosity that he did not deserve. Extravagant kindness and compassion. Authentic welcome that he just could not believe. Humble service and an opportunity for courageous transformation. And the same goes for us. Jesus does the reaching first. Oh, you're a bit slow off the mark there, guys. Okay. And we have this invitation this morning, and whenever we meet Jesus, whenever we take time to be in his presence, whenever we stop to see him reaching for us, whenever we encounter him, whenever we experience his love, whenever we know his unbelievable generosity towards us, Whenever we experience his incredible, never-ending kindness and compassion, his open-armed welcome towards us, his humble service, his literally giving his life for us. Whenever we experience these things, he offers us this invitation to change, to be courageously transformed, to become more the people he always intended us to be before sin got in the way. And before our life experiences started shaping us in a way that is not God's original design for us. Jesus wants more for us. Paul said this to the church in Ephesus. You can find it in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 11. And it says this, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, He had his eye on us. He had designs on us for glorious living. I love that verse. That's from the message translation. I don't know if any of you have ever watched that program called Grand Designs on the telly. Yeah, and it's a program where skilled kind of builders and craftspeople build these incredible um, houses or buildings. They have a huge amount of resources and effort and time goes into each one. And then at the end, the people who own the house are generally absolutely amazed at the finished design. God has designs on us for glorious living. And he had designs for Zacchaeus that he would be a generous man, that he would turn his life around and do something completely opposite to what he'd been doing all the rest of his life before. And if you don't know um, what you're made for, I want to encourage you to ask Jesus this morning, what are his designs for you? Now, we have this invitation every time if we're following Jesus to say, yes, Lord, I want what you want for me in your way and your time. Lord, would you have your way in my life? And what we don't always realize when we say those words is that as we say them, we're saying we want your way, not my way, all right? That's the, bit, that's the crux of it. The invitation to be courageously transformed is always before us in the everyday daily decisions, choices that we make in the way that we live our lives. I don't know if you've noticed, but this encounter with Zacchaeus, um, with Jesus, um, it means that Zacchaeus then reaches out towards other people. That is the way of the kingdom of God. When we experience God and what he gives to us, we then 
give to others. Jesus constantly inviting us to be with him, to come into his open arms, to accept his reach towards us. And if we let him, he changes us and transforms us from the inside out. And he opens up this possibility that we can offer that to other people. So, you're doing great with your pictures. You're doing great with your hands. I can see they're coming along nicely. I'm going to throw one more thing into the mix. I told you I was going to keep you busy this morning. Okay. I want you to make an invitation. You might want to start it here. You might not be able to finish it here. But Jesus went round to Zacchaeus' house. He invited himself round. I want you to make an invitation to invite someone else round to your house in the next week or two. You might want to discuss this with your family, have a little chat about who that might be. It might be a friend. It might be a neighbor. It might be a family member. It might be someone completely different. Ask Jesus, who do you want us to invite round to our house in the next couple of weeks? Let's see what happens. Invite them round your table. It might just be sticking the kettle on. It might be having a biscuit. It might be having dinner. It might be just stopping round for a chat. All right? I want to make this practical. All right? We're going to invite people round to our houses. It might be someone surprising. There's some words on the screen that might help you do that. You can make a start on it. But in doing this, we're reaching out to other people. Okay? And the thing is, we only get this little snapshot of what happened with Zacchaeus and uh, Jesus. Um, we don't get to see what happened next. But I imagine that while there was this change with Zacchaeus straight away, you know, him giving away his money, that there could well have been some harder moments afterwards where Zacchaeus had to make the choice to keep on doing that, even when he might not have wanted to. Uh, where he would have had to look people in the eyes and say sorry for what he'd done in the past, where he would have had tricky conversations with people, where others might not have liked this change that they'd seen in him or might not even have believed that he really was changed in his heart. Because the thing about opening ourselves up to God and being changed by him is that it's something that we have to keep on doing. It's not a once and for all thing. It's an everyday Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every day, Lord, would you have your way? Would you, would you come and change me? Would you come and live in me? As we open ourselves up more and more to God's love, as we say yes to the work of the Holy Spirit in us, he comes in. And it can take courage. It can feel hard. That's why we call it courageous transformation. Because we have to relearn. We have to choose different ways. We have to press into more being like Jesus. But as we receive God's reach towards us, like Zacchaeus, he transforms our hearts. Now, there's another important table in the Bible. It's a table where Jesus is sat with his friends and they're gathered around it to celebrate a really special meal. And whilst they're at the table, Jesus talks to them and says he's going to die. And he shares with them bread that represents his body on the cross. And he shares with them wine that represents his blood that was poured out for us. And this is the ultimate example of Jesus reaching 
towards us, of his radical generosity towards us, of his extravagant kindness and compassion towards us, of his authentic welcome towards us, his humble service, giving of his life, and his invitation to courageous transformation. And it's because of what happens at this table that we can be changed. It's this table that transforms us and gives us the opportunity to press into becoming more like Jesus. It speaks of Jesus' death on the cross, of him paying the price for all of our sin and of him rising again. The act of all time that is about reaching towards us. And as I was preparing this talk, um, I had two pictures. Um, One was of somebody just struggling in deep water and a hand reaching out to pull them to safety. And the second picture was this. It was of a child and a father, and the father's hands were reaching down to pick up the child and hold the child and give them a hug. And I think both of those pictures speak of God's reach towards us, to save us and to love us. So how can we ever change? It's only through Jesus. So we're going to come to this table now. Okay, you're going to have to kind of mind your way through the kind of posters that are occurring. You just kind of watch where you're walking. I don't want anyone tripping over a felt tip pen or anything like that. So just watch where you're walking. But we're going to come to this table and we're going to thank Jesus for the cross. This morning, I just really felt, and I felt it again in worship, I just thought that God was going to release joy in this place this morning. Like, thank you, Jesus, for the cross. Thank you that you reach towards us. Thank you that you pour out your extravagant kindness and compassion. Thank you that you welcome us. Thank you that you offer us this opportunity to change. Thank you for your humility. Thank you for your generosity. All those things. So we're going we're gonna to play a song whilst we do this. We're going to come up as family, okay? So if you are walking towards Jesus this morning, you are invited to come to this table to pick up a glass of juice that represents the wine, that represents Jesus' blood poured out for us to save us. And you pick up a piece of pita bread that represents Jesus' body. We're going to have a song playing We haven't got the words on the screen, but there's a really simple repeat phrase, um, chorus. If you want to join in singing, do that, and then we're going to worship some more afterwards. Okay, so if we can play that song, Mike, that would be great.